Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. I spent most of my life trying to do everything in the right order. You know, the things I was told would give me this great life, but it turned out not feeling so great. College, job, marriage, kids, I crushed that checklist. I made it to the point where there was nothing left to cross off, and I stressed living paycheck to paycheck, unfulfilled, tired, and I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. I wasted some time feeling like something was wrong with me for wanting more, but that changed when I changed my circle. I surrounded myself with people who were proof there was more to life than the one I was living, and that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Do you need the inspiration to make big moves, to create a life that gets you excited? Are you ready to elevate yourself past your fears? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. All right, guys, if you follow me on social media, you know I've had quite the couple weeks. And I don't even know what to call this episode yet, but I'm hoping that after I record it, something will come to me. It's funny because my episode that released on September 20th was about the happiness secret sauce and how that was you and that basically your mindset and the actions you can take to take the wheel instead of just waiting to see what life is going to throw at you next. Well, I always tell you guys this podcast is a journey I'm taking with you and the universe dealt me quite the hand that very Monday morning that that episode was released. The school nurse called me about 10.30 a.m. and told me that my oldest son, Aaron, would have to be picked up and sent for a COVID test. He would have to wait for the long test results in order to return. Well, two days later, we got his results, and yes, he was positive. That sent my youngest Hunter home from school too, even though he had no symptoms. Hunter was then allowed to get a test done himself five days later, and if negative, he could return on the seventh day. Well, it took five days to get the results back, so I actually just dropped him off back to school this morning at 10.45 a.m. Yes, 15 days after this whole thing started, I finally got the all clear this morning. All that explaining to tell you, I've had one or both kids home with me for 15 days straight. I think most of you have have heard my story now that I left corporate June of 2020 to run my own business from home. I am a soon-to-be, this coming Thursday actually, star diamond coach with the Beachbody Company. In addition to that, I'm an entrepreneur with influence. I prefer that to saying that I'm an influencer because that's not all that I do. So I juggle different collabs as well as run this podcast. I don't have any assistants that answer emails or respond to messages on social media. It's all me. It's not easy, but I absolutely love what I do. That being said, the boys did not have enough schoolwork to keep them occupied during the day while they were here with me. My youngest didn't have any schoolwork at all. My oldest had some, but he needed my help every 15 minutes for technology reasons. And also because he just doesn't do well with distance learning. I do think it's a lot to ask of an 11 year old boy. 
Anyway, I said in that podcast that aired before all this happened, if I was called today and my boys were put on quarantine, it would stress me out and I would allow myself to feel those things, but I wouldn't stay in that headspace. I would figure it out, figure out what I could control and make this as good a situation as possible for me and my boys. And let me just say, I was put to the test, y'all. That was way easier said than done. And I knew that when I said it, but it still needed to be said, right? Because when I was in my struggle moments, when I just wanted to yell because I couldn't focus on my work and help my 11-year-old interrupting me every 15 minutes and my youngest asking me how much more work I had to do, and you know, then there's also feeding a family and laundry, etc. I thought about what I said in that episode. It didn't keep me from feeling emotions. I mean, I was still overwhelmed and stressed and feeling sorry for myself in those moments, but it reminded me to take a deep breath to focus on one thing at a time, to be where I was, to remind myself this wasn't a normal situation and that this would be a challenge for anyone and that I was doing okay. And that's what I always say it's important to do. It's some kind of personal development, whether you're listening to this podcast or you're reading a book because we think so many negative thoughts throughout the day, right? I saw one of my challengers, Rachel, post just yesterday a quote about how our brains can literally make us feel worthless. And that's so true, isn't it? In like a matter of two minutes flat too. Like how many awful things can you think about yourself in two minutes? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go down that slippery slope. How many positive things can you tell yourself in two minutes? How many things can you think of to be grateful for? Do that one. Okay. So for me, I kept reminding myself, girl, thank God you are not running that government department and trying to do this too. So you can be here for your kids. That was one of your whys, to be here for your kids during times like this without one, worrying about using all your time off and two, without worrying about all the work that would be waiting for you when you got back. And look how easy this virus has been on Aaron. A little cough and a runny nose, we can handle that. How blessed are we? So many people have it much worse. And Hunter and me and my husband totally untouched by it. Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful for this beautiful fall weather during this time. They are home with me because they get to go outside and play and offer you at least a little time to focus, right? And thank God for this healthy meal service company that reached out to me and sent me enough pre-made healthy meals for an entire month. If that is not a freaking blessing, I don't know what is. It literally could not have come at a better time in my life. By the way, they are Evolve Meals. Go check them out, eattoevolve.com. You can use code ericaY for 20% off. They are delicious. Those were the things I was reminding myself of when I wanted to scream. And you see how when you start looking for things to be grateful for, you start to find more and more things. Same thing when you start your day with a positive mindset. You start to look for those positive things throughout the day. It doesn't mean life is easy, but it makes life easier when you're able to conquer that mindset and you can conquer that mindset faster and in the moment like I did when you participate in personal development consistently. I posted something in my group this week that said personal development is a time saver because the better you become at it, the less time it takes for you to achieve things. It's like your reaction time is better. Your turnaround time 
You have things in storage to pull out when your brain tries to tell you how terrible your life is because of a couple challenges or when you're down on yourself because you can't do it all. Surprise. No one can. And this is so hard for me. I don't know if I'll ever just realize that I can't do it all without having to stop and take a deep breath and remind myself. Like, no, most people aren't expected to run a business from home with an 11 and almost eight-year-old boy. And even worse when it was just the seven-year-old alone because he had no one to play with. And with a husband who isn't home to help you even at night because he's working extra that week. Meeting everyone's demands throughout the week, laundry and housekeeping and food on the table and driving them around to doctor's appointments and testing and then trying to be the best mom by not having them on electronics too much and the best wife when your husband gets home and smiles if life is wonderful right now. My husband literally asked me one night last week at dinner, are you okay? No, dude. Turns out I can't get my work done and get distracted by my kids' questions every 15 minutes. My brain hurts. Like, is that a thing? Because I swear my brain hurt and it's still recovering, guys. And here I am recording this podcast before I have to go grab my kids from school in a couple hours. So I sure as heck hope this doesn't sound just like a bunch of mess. My point in this podcast, I'm getting to it, I swear, is one, so that no one else feels alone. That's always been my mission. In the person I showed up as in school, in the way I lead my, I led my department, in the way I lead my health and fitness challengers. What I talk about in my stories and in this podcast, my mission is to never have someone feel like they are alone and going through something because you never are. There's always support. There's always someone you can relate to and proof that you'll survive what you're going through if you choose to seek it. I'm here as proof. That's why I put my business out there. Proof that life isn't perfect, but proof that you are stronger than you think you are. Life gives us challenges and blessings, and there's a lesson in every one of them. I can't do it all. That was my lesson. That's what I surrendered to this past week. I'm not superwoman. And that doesn't make me any less amazing. I'm an imperfect human, an imperfect mom and wife and leader, and that's okay. Perfect is a standard I don't want to have to live up to anymore. I'm doing my best. Taking that deep breath and reminding myself to focus on one thing at a time several times over these past 15 days was such a gift. I would feel lighter every time. You know, I did thousands of interviews when I was an HR director for our local county. And you know the question I hated the most that some directors would ask. Are you able to multitask? No, we can't multitask. You can do one thing half-ass because you're thinking about the other thing you got to do, but you can't do everything really well at once. I don't want someone who multitasks. I want someone who can adjust to change well, yes. But I don't want someone who tries to do 10 things at once because something will get missed. Your work will lack. Can you focus on one thing while your kids are running around the house arguing, wanting to know what's for lunch? That's what I want to know. Can you still get that one job done or will you hide under the covers? Can you adjust your plans accordingly when you're called to pick up your son from school at 1030 in the morning? Can you still find a way to 
to prioritize in that moment and get done what needs to get done? Or do you make excuses and do nothing at all? That's the real questions, right? Multitasking, I hate that word. And I'm sure I've used it in the past, but now that I really think about it, it's such a horrible expectation to place on ourselves. We can't do it all and sure as hell can't do it all at once. When you stop multitasking, you actually increase your productivity. Multitasking is screwing up several things at once. I actually put that to practice because last week when my life was first thrown these curveballs, I was lost. I was trying to do it all and failing miserably. This week, I got a freaking grip. I got so much more done and wanted to go cry in a corner less often. (laughs) I know how to get myself out of that hole. And for me, it was to stop trying to do it all. You know what? My family is not going to get homemade meals this week because that's not a priority right now and they will survive. My house is dusty and the bathrooms are dirty and the sink is full of dishes more often than I prefer, but those aren't my priorities right now. My kids are on electronics more than they would normally be right now, but mommy needs space and quiet time at least to get the important things done for work. I had to start planning out my day, setting my priorities in a note on my phone and checking them off as I go each day, shutting off distractions, no social media during the day the past few days because I was so behind in my work from last week. So when I'm doing one thing, I'm doing that one thing, period. Putting my notifications on silent, taking a deep breath, and saying no. My husband mentioned having some people over on Sunday for football, and I immediately was like, oh my God, no. Like these past two weeks have taken a lot out of me. My house is a mess. I'm not ready to entertain. And it wasn't what he wanted to hear. But sometimes you got to stand up for yourself, right? Because no one else is going to. Learning to say no is hard. And it's something I didn't start doing until this past year. And maybe I need a podcast episode on that because I don't think I've done one. But I had to say no in that moment. If I would have said yes, I would have just resented him for not knowing that I needed a break. Why? Because I can't do it all alone. We can't do it all alone. And it's okay to admit that. I want you to really know that it is okay, girlfriend. That stuff you didn't get done doesn't define you. Neither does the stuff you did get done, actually. What defines you is your heart. The message you put out into the world. How you speak to others. The person you allow others to see in you. That other crap, those struggles, they don't define you. And if you are worried about what someone else thinks of you, when you say no, when you say you can't do it all, know that that if they judge you and if they don't support you or see that as an opportunity to ask how they can help, then that defines who they are, not who you are. All right, guys, I hate to cut this off here, but I got to go get this published, go grab my boys from school and get on with our weekend. I know that many of you will be listening to this on Monday, October 4th, but I'm still going to invite you to something that started today. In my challenge group, there's women only in my Facebook group, by the way, but men are welcome in the group that we run on the app where you can access our workouts. We just kicked off 90 days of intention today, October 1st. You are welcome to jump in with us at any time. This has been a tough year and a half, hasn't it? So much out of our control and it's so easy to get lost in that. 
Does it feel like life is happening to you and not for you? Have you been showing up with no real direction, going through the motions, just waiting for this to be over for a year and a half of your life? It's time to get some direction, my friend, and I want to do that with you. The things that did not serve you these last nine months of 2021 don't have to come with you for the last three. That choice is yours. You're not in control of how you die, but you're in control of how you live. And that's from my man, Trent Shelton. Let's get some direction in our lives. What do you want to feel and connect with going into 2022? I've had my challengers select at least two other intentions while also setting the intention to move their body at least four times a week. And that is strictly for its mental benefits only as this does not have to be a fitness challenge if fitness is not one of your goals right now. The other two intentions they set can be about anything else in their life, finances, relationships, prioritizing self-care, trying new things, personal development, nutrition, unplugging from social media, etc. But also we can set goals and intentions all day long, right? But how are you actually going to act on them? So I've had them all answer to that as well. We are going to use the group to check in daily if needed, but we will regroup every Sunday and sort of grade ourselves on how the week went, see where we can improve next week. I'm pretty excited for it. It's really cool too to have such a diverse group of women in that group and see that we all have so many similar struggles. Creating that connection, again, helping people to not feel alone, that means so much to me. That's what I love to do. So if you're interested in joining us, you can click the link in my Insta bio, or I'll also add the link to the caption of this podcast. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. If I said something today that touched you, share it on your social media, share this episode, let a friend know. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, send it to them. As always, if you do share on your social media, make sure to tag me so I can thank you personally. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at Miss underscore Erica underscore Renee. Let's raise our glasses, friends. Cheers to accepting that we cannot do it all on our own. To knowing that not everything that weighs you down is yours to carry alone. And that you can do anything but you can't do everything at once. And what a weight off that is. Until next episode, friends. E.